Welcome to New Week, New Music, reviewing the hottest tracks. With the hottest takes. Of 2022. I, I still say that, It's right? not 2022. It's not. <laughs> it ain't anymore, but, but we yeah. are doing 2022 stuff tonight. We are. We are going through our top 10 and bottom five songs of the year. Now, normally we do this at like a halfway point and then again at the end of the year, but we had some shit go down, so the, the midway episode never saw the light of day. It if is you join recorded. our Patreon, maybe we'll <laughs> send it to you guys. Oh, God. We don't have a Patreon. We are way too small time for that shit. Yeah. So, 2022 happened. It is done. We're now in 2023, but we're still coping. So, we're going to talk about 2022 again. Aaron, 2023 is not off to a hot start. No, no, it is not. I mean, we <laughs> what the first week of the year was all surrounded by a potential death on an NFL field. Ken Block died. Oh, I know Ken Block. You don't know who Ken Block. The Jim Connor guy, like drift car legend. Yeah. Who's Jim Connor? Oh my god. So, oh, oh, he's the guy that does all the Hoonigan stickers. Oh no, good riddance. <laughs> oh my god. And we're starting 2023 off in bad oh, taste. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if this show has taught me nothing, it's that Ben has nothing but bad taste. I think we all just have bad taste. That's that's what we've confirmed here. I don't. You guys. No, don't. I just have no Mr. taste. Mr. Pine Grove at number one. I have no taste. Like Ken Block now. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's how we cope, guys. I'm pretty sure you just made this guy up. I mean, you can That's look a fake him up. name if I've ever heard you one. You can look him up. This is exactly why I mark the podcast as explicit. <laughs> it probably kills our listenership, but then we don't get hate mail. I mean, I'm sure that's the only thing keeping us from being able to do this full time. I mean, otherwise, we just have ascendant content at all times. Yeah. But we, well, let's, yeah, let's get into songs. Unlike Wu-Tang, New Week, New Music is not for the kids. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. So yeah, uh, top 10 songs of the year. Um, so yeah, we just go one at a time. Are we doing the, the, the best songs or the worst songs first? I think we usually do best. Okay, yes, well, let's sure. do the best yeah, then. Start with best. All right, so yeah, I'll, I'll get us started with my number 10 song of the year. Um, this is one of those songs like the moment I heard it I just immediately fell in love with this one and like it has just the perfect level of like charm uh camp and humor to me and C-Mat isn't it it is in fact C-Mat it is uh we got Nashville by C-Mat so we've got K-pop and tequila shots on this guy Oh, it's a good song. <laughs> I love this song. song. I love this album. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, this was just one of those. Just the first time I heard it. I just, it's, it has so much charm to it. Y'all guys are on crack, but okay. I mean, you can just shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's a good album. <laughs> Mr. Pinegrove at number Mr. one. Mr. Fucking Pinegrove. Uh, <laughs> Although, most. the more I think about it, the more similarities I find between CMAT and pine grove so it really is weird that like me and ben who love cmat are not big fans of pine grove and you who love pine grove are not, not a big, big fan of cmat of, of like it really is weird how that turns I, I, think, out. I think what it is is that the uh cmat didn't bore me to tears this year <laughs> I, I think it's the just the weird voice on pine grove works for me like the guy has a weird voice therefore number one okay you are just hating. <laughs> ben is in a cranky like, I, 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 I was shocked and appalled as well, but Ben is just hating right now. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll go. My number 10 song for the year is going to be Snow Globes, Black Country New Road. Excellent choice. I, oh, yeah. I, I'm sure you're... Uh, I, I'm sure we'll be seeing not it again. Not going to have a, any debate for me there. I mean, yeah, very artistically put together, very well written. Um, still kind of fun, even... I. I yeah, that's just a check it out kind of song. I think that, you know the the auditory imagery is very very strong there. Mm-hmm. It's probably some of the best I've seen that done. So although the vocals kind of get drowned out at the end, that's so the it's point. That's so the it's point. Kinda, it's kind of bad production. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! How about you, Ben? Number ten. Number ten. Um, this one's kind of a weird one, but it's just such a catchy track and it's one of the ones that I end up coming back to a lot. I'm going to American Horror Story by Earth Gang. Dude, that's a great okay. fucking song. wasn't a huge fan of the entire album, but it had its moments in this. I, I, yeah, I'm really that's surprised such a to hear that. Song. It really is it's so catchy. Yeah, no, I, I, I was a bit let down uh, with this Earth Gang track. I still did like it or this Earth Gang album, um, but after uh, I think it's Mere Land was their last one from 2019, and I loved that record. 
And this album is just such a change of pace from that yeah. one. I think it just kind of threw me off. I, I love how that song spends like 90% of its runtime talking about a like you know institutional racism and cyclical poverty and in this oh yeah then really kind of like clever one, like line about twerking or something. yeah and then he's yeah, like, like but girl i'll lift you up left cheek right cheek Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and then right back into like white classic earth gang yeah i was like right uh, that, is, that is classic south right there there, there is, was something there's a reason it's very the dirty fun south. about that you know <laughs> yeah it just summed up the album pretty well yeah oh great track though i really like that one yeah it was between that and the nick cannon feature couldn't quite decide oh, i forgot nick cannon was yeah, on that was that's on a album. cannon blast <laughs> <laughs> i still can't tell if they were making fun of him or not because like he was featured on the song at first i thought that it was like a diss track against nick cannon but then i'm like wait no he's actually on this track still confused about that one <laughs> i would feel bad for nick cannon but i have no reason to fuck feel nick bad for cannon. nick cannon fuck nick cannon <laughs> nothing like literally nothing likable about the man there really not a isn't. single likable characteristic <laughs> no he's just a huge asshole. his uh 90s nickelodeon show was pretty dope was remember it? the uh, time we rode the matterhorn with nick Cannon? i do i will never forget that <laughs> <laughs> i will never forget that you guys will probably never believe this but uh yeah brandon and i actually rode the matterhorn with nick cannon he was you know you've got those those uh four-seater cars and he was like we were behind in, us in the yeah we were in the run. front too the third car was like filming something and yeah the one between us was fucking nick cannon yeah and we were just we she spent was fucking nick cannon on the ride <laughs> wait so we spent the, I, you have a kid i don't know if mariah carey was there because they were married at the we time we could tell that nick cannon was filming something though because of the film crew in the third car mm-hmm. and so we spent the whole ride trying to shout as many things to ruin their film <laughs> as possible <laughs> and you know what I've never been prouder of past me now that I'm looking back on this. Yeah, no. (laughs) Fuck Nick Cannon. Mariah who? Did I say whore Nick? I'm in a liar too. (laughs) Jesus. I think that will take us into my number nine track of the year. Um, This was uh, a song and an album that really grew on me over time. Um, Because when when I first heard this album, I I was a little bit let down by it. But the more I came back to it the more i started to appreciate it on its own and this track particularly particularly uh stands out to me and it is uh this hell by Rina sawayama Ooh, good yeah, yeah. I, uh, I wanted to pick a Rina sawayama song but to me that like i like the album a ton but i didn't have any standout tracks this one absolutely stood out for me and i is it is my best pop track of the year okay nice so no more pop from this point forward um yeah i just it's so goddamn catchy um and yeah like you you said it before with pop just like the better the hook the better the track and this this song just has a fucking killer hook that's true like yeah. it and this I think this isn't a great new album overall for Mina Sariyama still putting out you know just absolute killer singles too See, I cannot wait to hear what she does going forward. She's, to me, the most interesting artist in pop music right now. Um, so, yeah, super. Love this track and really looking forward to her work in the future. Yeah, so I, uh, if you've been following along for all three years, I, I do one of these every single year. But, yeah, I mean, it's consistently the truth. If you can write a one-track album and it sounds good, you're going to get on my list. So I, I went with Tissues. Another excellent, uh, excellent choice. Once, although I will say the same thing with Snow Globes. The only thing, just maybe, maybe they're a little low on the list. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> we may be. I saved my heat for the top of the list to piss him off. Uh, the top five is just Drake and Pine Grove, isn't it? <laughs> uh, my number nine. Um, I went with um, uh, Christine by Billy Woods, and this one okay. is the latter half of the album it's one of the really quiet songs but um it's it's a song that i kind of glossed over my first listen but going back to the album ended up really enjoying it because this is kind of where the album uh i guess takes a turn a little bit or at least re-engages me you know the the first Mm -hmm. few tracks are really really just kind of brash and 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 really full of the soundscape and then it kind of goes into a little more subtle uh sounding songs and then you know at that point it's like you know is the album going to lose my interest or is it going to regain it? And this was kind of the point where it mm-hmm. kind of started to go in a really interesting direction. So, yeah, I always, I struggled to pick a singular track for 
uh, for Billy Woods because that album to me is yeah. one of those where it's, it's just hard. it's so much greater than the sum of its parts. Right. So um, it's it's hard for me to pick out a single part from it. Um, if I were to pick one, it would probably be Smith and Cross instead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I did unfortunately leave uh, Billy Woods out of my top ten. Smith and Cross just barely missed the, oh, missed, the missed the entry. Missing out. Just barely. Um, but yeah, so for my number seven, though, um, also a co- competitor for meme of the year. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, I've been just shouting this lyric literally ever since we heard the album, and I get to do it one more final time for the year. And it's going to be, Who Gonna Beat My Ass by Soul Glow. God, I, what a fucking great track. Just, just so much energy. And just like immediately on the album just hits you in the face, and you get just such a perfect understanding of like what Soul Glow is all about with just one crazy, catchy, and fun hardcore track like it's such yeah. a strong open yeah it's such a strong introduction um for for both the album and the artist in my opinion yeah um yeah loved it and hope to hear more of them in the future for uh my number seven track i'm gonna have to say fuck your sperm donor of a dad <laughs> <laughs> i went with family tree by kenny beats um, god damn you are just putting these songs a little low it's on the hair low huh yeah. well like i said i gotta put all of brandon's favorite songs on my list and then drop a real stinker on top of them <laughs> <laughs> you dick yeah it was, but uh, that's a great song it's it really a great is. song um you know i'm surprised to hear you put this in your top 10 so, I, know, I wasn't expecting so when that. i do my top songs of the year i have very different criteria from the top albums and, and one of the things is like i I obviously I go look at my top albums of the year, but there are definitely albums on here that did not make the top songs list. Like, um, unless I'm, for example, Pine Grove is not on my list at all. And that was my number one album of the year. And when I'm looking for songs, I'm looking for something that really stood out, something memorable that like I scroll through the albums and I immediately think of a single track off of them. Mm -hmm. And so that works both ways. I have some, some songs on here from albums that I didn't rate all that highly, but you know, for that three minute chunk of the album, they caught Mm -hmm. lightning in a bottle, you know? Yeah, like I mean, this song's only like two minutes, maybe even maybe but not even that. God, is it and memorable? Yeah, it's just it's such an immediately memorable track. Like it's just how like just how uh, he says like "fuck your mother, your brother." Like it's just so immediately memorable and catchy. Hey, what does he say again? I missed the, I missed no, the lyrics. You're, you're just gonna have to wait, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll come it back comes around up again. Yeah. Um, Aren't we on number eight, not number seven? No, this is seven. Seven? How come I've only said two songs? Because that would be number seven. Because it's time for you to say your third. No, this would be Oh, no, 10, no. Nine, We're both eight. fucking stupid. This would be eight then, right? My yeah. We oh, both. shit. Yeah. <laughs> all right. God all right. damn it. We're two. both dude, just bad at math here. I'm Brandon. I'm a programmer. 10 minus 7 is... 10 minus hey, 3 is 7. I don't need to know that. The computer knows that. <laughs> In our excuse, Brandon and I are drinking. <laughs> For my number 8, uh, I've got a song that is bound to piss both of you off. We've got Why by Chatpile. Is that the one? Why do people why have to, do, why do people have to why live outside? Why do people outside? have to sleep outside? I almost we picked that one, too. We have the resources. <laughs> That was a moment this year. <laughs> that, that's another competitor for meme of the year, I feel like. It's honestly a big part of why it made my list. I mean, that's a big part of the reason why I keep yelling, who's going to beat my ass this year? <laughs> Beautiful. Why? I don't understand. Why do people have to sleep outside? There are unoccupied buildings. We have the resources. It just reminded me too much of that uh, Alexis Marshall track. It's like, you have to... Do your responsibilities oh, or whatever that was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, which uh, is not not a not a good comparison at this point. Um, no, you don't want to be compared to him anymore. Yeah, that it was it was just too close to that, and I couldn't get through it. But anyway, so now my actual seven. Jesus, <laughs> number seven. Start strong in twenty twenty three. Yeah, I was say we need. Um, it'd be cool if we had like. Because there's good things, like, and then, like, you find out about the person, but then you want to keep the art. So I'm just thinking, like, we need some dude to come up who's got, like, a weird mustache who's good at oil paintings. Oh, God. And just, like, but not do the other stuff. And then we can appreciate the oil paintings because there was something there. You can't say there wasn't. I'm just moving on. Yeah, I I think it's best not to acknowledge that. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, um, so this... Is this my metal track of the year? 
It is my metal track of the year. And you can go fuck yourself, Ben, because it's five off of Scarcity. The closing oh, okay. track. I mean, I that. like Scarcity. Scarcity. I just can't even pronounce the favorite band's name. Right. That's, jeez. I just, I don't know. I I like the other ones better. But well, you're teach, full of shit. Teach, teach his own. God, I, it's just such a great closer. In this just country, everything. you have the right to be as wrong as you want to be. The, see the thing the thing uh about we should tell for uncle me, joe does something about oh, god that damn. oh my god god damn it ben the the thing about uh scarcity for me is that the album it was again similar to like what you were saying earlier where the album is so much more than the sum of its parts that i i couldn't pick one of those parts off to be a favorite mm-hmm. song but it was just such a great finale and represents everything i love about the genre yeah i mean it's so, top choice it, yeah so it, it was a pretty easy pick for me but it, yeah it's just, just absolutely perfect atmospheric black metal. Um, really can't ask for a whole lot more than that. Yeah, it's a good pick. So for my my actual number seven, um, I went with uh, another Billy Woods track. I went with the Doldrums. Oh yeah. Um, something just so like hypnotic about the beat and his delivery on that track. It's just like so kind of sludgy and sparse. It's very interesting. Um, and I mean, it's maybe not the most like catchy right off the bat kind of track but uh yeah something is so intriguing about the sound he captured on that one for me it's just very just kind of got stuck in my head a little bit and not like stuck in my head like a chorus on repeat but like made me think about it that that's that's just billy woods right there i mean yeah he makes you think about his music you don't you don't yeah the song itself doesn't get caught in your caught in your head but how it makes you feel. Yeah, it's like the vibe gets caught in your <laughs> the head. The vibe. <laughs> Catching that vibe. And this year was all about vibes. It was just about, all about the vibes. vibes. Bro. Just vibing, man. Uh, for my number seven, I'm going to go with the uh, final track of the Black Midi album, 27 Questions. Ooh, God. So Ooh. That is an, a great, great choice. Like um, yeah, it's it's a great closer. Um, spoiler spoiler alert! That was not my pick off the Black Midi album, but one of the um, best Fifty Cent covers I've ever heard. <laughs> they really did something different with it. Really took it in a whole new direction. But uh, no, uh, I really, really loved that track. Another um, another great closer. There are a lot of really good closers this year. Yeah, nobody really flubbed the closer. Oh, I'm sure someone did. But that is. <laughs> Um, but uh, we yeah, no, there are were... fucking fuck. Was that a was closer? That, the, that wasn't the closer. Yes, that it? was the closer. Was it? Oh yes. shit. Yes, it was. Oh maybe. Okay, well at least someone fucked. <laughs> <laughs> the at least one band uh, this year. Um, yeah. So for my number six track, is it actually? Yeah, we're number yeah. six. Um, all right. Uh, it's time for me to piss off Ben once again. Let's right. go. Because uh, I got uh, Mother Eye Sober by Kendrick Lamar. Right. I mean, it's oh. the, it's the most lackluster thing Beth Gibbons has ever done in her life. But fair Except enough. for Portishead, but no. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> oh! See, I know you're joking because you liked Portishead. So, I mean, I can tell the difference between your No, I respect Portishead. There's a difference. Your, yeah. I respect yeah. Portishead. That would be a real garbage take. Oh, Portishead is drunk. Like, yeah, that's just that's just wrong. That ain't a real but anyway, take. um, so a lot of like what I said about uh, the album as a whole, um, I I think this song just perfectly exemplifies it. Just, um, just so, just so honest, open, raw, intense, and uh, Beth Gibbons' vocals on it are, uh are just such a great addition to it. I think it's fantastic. It's a weird project from Kendrick. It definitely is. Um, it has a lot of problems, uh, but it's just such a, just a genuine raw experience. And I think this, this song just perfectly captures every, everything good about the album. Yeah. I think what ended up leaving Kendrick off my, my top songs was I couldn't quite decide if the songs were like too edgy, too personal, not good enough or actually valid and worth it and and because i couldn't quite land on where i felt on them i left them off but it's, it's definitely not a bad take to put one of them on I, there's just no way i could have left this this song off like it, it's another case like for the second i heard it i was just like damn this is fucking crazy yeah all right entirely different reasons um my number six song who gonna beat my ass? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got a gold chain punk from Soul Glow. Um, what an opener. What a punk fucking song. I mean, just fantastic stuff. 
Yeah, just everything about it, just just so in your face. Yeah, that's well, really really cold that you um you uh, dissed me like that, Brandon. Because I have one that's going to please you. I have two wreck to care by CMAT. But you know what? At this point, I'm reneging my choice and going with something else. I haven't thought of what it's going to be yet, but <laughs> too hurt to go through with this at this point. So. It's got to make Brandon Thanks. Mad. Thanks for ruining it. All right. Well, you are welcome, and go fuck yourself, you little bitch. I am going to stick with Too Wrecked to Care by C-Mat, though. Um, Good pick. There were a few, a few songs in the running for her, and kind of settled on this one because it was kind of had everything that I liked about the album all in one package. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, no... Uh, there, there's a ton from the album you could have picked, and I'd be okay with those it. Those are like just a really good album overall. Those are the best ways ones to pick too, where it's like this song just is like a little like, you know, I forget what the word is, a microcosm of the album. Mm-hmm. Like that's a, those are always a great pick. Yeah. All right, so into the top five. into the top five. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna be starting off my top five with some heat. I think. Oh, I, probably not. Um. But this is where this song ended up on my on my top ten list. This uh, song did was not a standout track for me at the very beginning when I first heard the album. But every time I kept coming back to it, it just it started to just poke its head up a little bit more, and I just started to respect it a lot. And I actually I mentioned it by name in the uh, end of the year. Uh, episode and I'm talking about the race is about to begin by Black Midi. Oh, nice. That's um, a great song. Yeah, like uh, is that the very first or is that this? No, this? that's the one that's like it's basically oh, yeah, a, a horse race that's announcer. Right. Yeah. Like I forgot and they just like how they made used that concept on a song and it works. Like how did they even do that? Fucking Black Midi is cracked, man. Black Midi is fucking cracked. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I don't understand how they do anything that they do or how it works. Like if you had told me someone had made a song where the whole concept is it's a horse race announcing and it's going to be weird off on Prague and be like, I don't want to fucking <laughs> hear that at all. And yet it's my, one of my favorite tracks off the fucking album and when i turn around and say black midi did it it's like oh well now it's okay well then starting to make sense now yeah um (laughs) another uh album where you could have picked a ton of different tracks uh 27 questions is another brilliant one um but this was the black mini track that stood out the most for me cool um well i'm kind of appalled to hear you call that you know heat or spice so i'm gonna put my balls on the table and and pick Shep's fitness assessment off we used to cut the grass god damn it <laughs> <laughs> now that's some heat i don't even know I, I, I don't even know how to respond to that why that track is so fun <laughs> all right it's I guess. so fun i guess i mean and they play their asses off. they really do i cannot take that away from the album like, I mean, I, the biggest complaint you guys have about that album is that I put it so high on everything. Yeah, no, I mean, I actually, I do like the album. It's just like, it's, I don't know. I it's the same thing as like, was it the Omnific where it's just like, yeah, it's so masturbatory. It is. So like, I can't really get into it because I'm not the one masturbating. Well, you see, but there's, there's like a very, there's a very like distinct difference between like the Omnific, which is like a dude masturbating in public and thinking he's cool. And we used to cut the grass, which is like a dude masturbating dude, in public. I still think like, the Coney, oh my god, I'm pulling my hog in public. <laughs> <laughs> I still think the tw- Coney 2012 guys are cool, so I don't see what they're doing. They were uh, homies when they came to Rincon. Yeah, Fucking totally. Coney. For my number five, I'm going to go with uh, Asylum by Billy Woods. Oh, wow. Multiple Billy Woods Multiple sightings. Multiple Billy Woods sightings. Uh, which one was Asylum? That's again? the first. first okay. Track, the very first one. I think it's uh, one of the best openers of the year. Uh, there's really no lead up to it. Just kind of blah. Yeah. Billy Woods. Doing his Billy Woods shit. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what else is there to say? Billy Woods track. He, good. Yeah. It's a well done Billy Woods track. Damn. Not, yeah. Um, yeah. So my number four, um, I got tissues by Pan Dai Jing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a great pick. I think this is also where it ended up on my year end list. I think it was also number four overall. Um, but yeah. Such an entrancing track. Like, I just, it completely hypnotizes me, and I don't even really know why it does. But, like, every single time I put it on, I just end up just sitting there staring into the abyss throughout the entire runtime of the album. It's really, there's something about it. It's, it really is just absolutely insane of a, tr- just 
it's just absolutely insane like it's it's just another one where it's like if you word it out be like oh would you want like one album it's one song it's like futuristic modern or like like a, a like modern futurist opera by a chinese artist who's not allowed in china actually that part would intrigue me a lot but actually i don't know if they're banned in china but i do know a lot of their music has been critical of uh the chinese government so See, i imagine they're not exactly the only happy thing about. that wouldn't intrigue me about being banned in china is it's so easy yeah like it's intriguing but by the same token like anybody who's critical of the chinese regime especially being from china you're gonna get banned like yeah shocking or if you if you have enough of a platform <laughs> yeah yeah which i don't know if bandaging if you don't have enough I mean, of a platform you just disappear one day and yeah <laughs> And what about you for number four? Number four. This might. This is probably my spiciest take. Oh God! Um, so I got my. You have Shep's. Uh, Shep's <laughs> heated up casserole by. <laughs> we used to cut the grass. It was the thirteenth track. <laughs> the secret if bonus. If you didn't one. remember, you had to listen to the album backwards to hear it. You know. <laughs> uh, my, this is my pop song of the year. I went with oh. "Snow on the Beach" from Taylor Swift. That album was Bruh. incredibly forgettable, but that one track was really, really good. I don't remember. No, I, I disagree because I completely don't, <laughs> I don't remember. Even it. know which one that is. Can you hum it for us? No. So you can't even hum it. It's that forgettable. All right, <laughs> let's move on. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, for nine, number four, um, this was kind of a tough one, but I wanted to pick something from the album, um, and I ended up going with uh, Can't Make You Change by JID, uh, which okay. was nice. Uh, toward the latter half of the album um just such a kind of slow jam banger of a track mm-hmm. and uh there were a lot to choose from from that album and this is kind of the one that jid was another one where i'm like i want to pick a track but i couldn't pick a standout yeah. track i mean it's just it's the more of an album that are album really solid me. it still is I'm more just of an not album quite as i need to give that another show i'm just not quite as high on it as you guys i are. feel like you're not as into like the southern hip-hop as us I mean, I love Earth Gang. I mean, you, you, not, not, the, not this year, but I love them to in say general. you're not into it. I mean, Earth Gang, uh, it's the other one that you made us do for a full discog. I think I responded it pretty well because, um, like, most of the Southern rap that I've heard in the past has just been pure, just, you know. Lil Wayne. It's like, it's it's shit. You know, Ludicrous. like, it's, oftentimes it's good shit, but it's still. The thing that's beautiful shit, about, you know? like, Southern hip hop, like, the other the other zones of hip hop as you call them like they put out some real stinkers but like southern hip hop is it just either, revels in it it's either really good <laughs> or it's Lil Wayne and two chains like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's enjoyable regardless of quality yeah and this is one the of the South first like, southern ex- southern uh, rap albums that I've heard that kind of branched up from that a little the south knows exactly what they are my wrist deserve a a shout out i'm like what up wrist my stove (laughs) deserve a shout out i'm like what up stove (laughs) so much money on me it won't even fold (laughs) legit two chains lyrics (laughs) god i love two chains two chains but i got me a few on (laughs) that is i think the greatest rap lyric of all time right there she got a big booty so i call it big booty (laughs) god two chains is He's when too good two, in a bad When is way. 2 Chains dropping a new album? Right? I haven't heard from him in a while. We gotta do some 2 Chains. I hope it's a double album and it's just called Chains. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're into the top three now. Let's go. Um, this one is, without a doubt, the catchiest no-wave track of all time. And I'm talking Eight Fivers by Gia Band. Uh, what an earworm of a track. Which, uh, let's I spent all my money. Oh, shit close. Oh, really? That's the one shit that you chose? Hell I, yeah. I don't really get that. I listened Dude, to that this morning. That I was like, song is so really fucking catchy. Ben, if we stopped the fast fashion industry, we would have enough resources so that people didn't have to sleep outside. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see the appeal on that one. Like we take do. the fast well, fashion can... garbage and we make tents for the homeless. We ban... Solved no wave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can't. can't I, I do find it weird one. that I have that on my list, and you had Band way higher than I did. Yeah, overall. I know. Like that's not even the best song in the album. Like not even close. Oh, that's just factually yeah, I incorrect. Just, I don't get it. All right, yeah, you shit. You shit ass. Band. You shit clothes. <laughs> you sh- you shit clothes. Shit ass clothes. Shit clothes. <laughs> ben just felt called out because he does in fact spend all his money on shit clothes. 
I do, in fact, shit clothes. His hat says titliest. It does he's, indeed. He's That's the titliest true. motherfucker. He's the titliest motherfucker. Do you even know what a tit is? <laughs> Have you ever I, seen I one? Have you ever <laughs> felt one? I have. I'm going to guess you haven't. Okay, so <laughs> let's just maybe stay in your element, guys. <laughs> anyway. Number four, Ben. Uh, no, this is it's top not, three. It's oh, not my shit. turn. No, it's your also turn. your turn. I'm drinking IPAs, man. Whatever. You've, you're like halfway through one beer. I'm old. What do you want from me? Okay, my number three track. That's where <laughs> we're at. Right. I totally knew what was going on. Um... I picked a Dream into the Past by Pusha T. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that, that surprises me, but I don't hate it. It's not my pop song of the year, because Cocaine's Dr. Seuss is not pop music. He is not pop. But it is, in my opinion, the catchiest track of the year. I don't hate that. It's not a bad pick. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. hate that. Take. I think Diet Coke is catchier, but... Um, I, I mean, no, dude. The, the sample on Dream into the Past... Oh, it's a great sample. And then the, yeah. the, the hook. I mean, just excellent production, killer hook. Mm-hmm. cocaine rap what more do you want out of pusha it, it's every yeah kind of like what you're saying where like the embodiment tracks that song just embodies everything great, good yeah. about pusha now was that a was that a pharrell track or a yee track wasn't kanye on that one i don't know because maybe i'm making a Pretty big sure. faux pas but you, you just had to include uh <laughs> i mean you were talking Nazi. about hitler's art like not 10 minutes ago yeah and i was saying someone else should uh, like like reappropriate the style man <laughs> so that we can enjoy it again <laughs> Are you suggesting we should culturally appropriate Kanye? Uh, no, 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 just Hitler. <laughs> Slightly more agreeable than Kanye these days, maybe. Ooh, he, Hitler only did that because he smoked marijuana. You've you've seen the documentary. We are so getting canceled for this. Uh, they're gonna cancel my eight plays. <laughs> My children depend on those eight plays for food. Double checking that explicit mark on the episode. <laughs> the extra explicit. <laughs> double E's. Double, 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 double. Double, double. double E. <laughs> we'll get, we'll to, get that to that one. We'll get to that track. That's everyone's yeah, I number guarantee one. you that's no going to come up yeah. again. Um, from my number three, I went with uh, Eat Men Eat by Black Men. Ooh, another good one. That's a great track. Fun fact, that was the only song Melonhead did not like on the new, what? on the fucking um, yeah, Black Midi album. Of course yeah. he didn't. I know. That he, makes no sense. It makes no that sense. That makes no sense. First of all, it fits perfectly with the album. It's like, it's one of the better tracks on the album. It's consistent with their output. Like, how do you, how you're, do you settle on that You're thinking way too much about the music and way not enough about the fact that he had to stop polishing his head for a second when he heard He's it. He's like squeaking it clean, like trying to see his reflection in the, what a fuck. All right. Anyway, it's the third best song of the year. It's a good, it's a damn, it's damn a great song. One. I'll, I'll take it. All right, number two, uh, we got the I think the one other track that beats anything off of Black Country New Roads album, and I'm get to say that, and this it's directed at you this time, Ben. <laughs> Fuck your mother, your brother, <laughs> your sister, and your dad. I agree with all of that, except I don't have a sister. Well, we got that you know about, Ben. That you know about. That Twenty-three you and know me is available. About. Yeah, we got uh, "Family Tree" by Kenny Beats. Just this is another one that might just be the catchiest track of the year. Like it, just such an earworm. It really is. Absolutely perfect length, perfect execution, perfect production. I love every single aspect. You know of what? This what song. I want to know is where, where, how did he pull off? Um, there's a line on the track where it's a it's a UK drill artist. I don't remember who specifically. I mean, I don't know if they're even credited. I'm, I'm assuming it's the one he worked with that we reviewed last year. Um, slow time. No, he's yeah, uh, slow time. He's, he's not accredited, just like the University of Phoenix. <laughs> Life pro tip, folks. Um, but yeah, maybe it's slow. Time. I, I don't know who it is, but like, there's like one line where. Some UK rapper comes in and says, I tell this bitch I don't cuddle, but I'm cuddled up. And it's like so tonally not cohesive with anything else in the track, but it somehow works. <laughs> like it sticks out like a fucking nail going through your tire, but somehow it works. <laughs> it, I don't know, dude. It's just a great song. Who uses one bar from a dude that sounds nothing else like the rest <laughs> of the track? <laughs> it just fucking works, man. Dude, yeah, right? I, like, I don't know. I, I, you're right. It shouldn't work, but it just fucking does. I, I mean, ah, that's why Kenny Beats is so good, though. He's, he's the Kenny Beats is the goat. He's the current goat. No cap. What's your, no cap what's your you, runner up for the no year? No cap when you spell the man's name. 
the place where he inserted the blade from Black Country. Oh, that's your runner up. That's my runner up. Um, Really great song. I I don't really have much to say besides really great song. I mean, we've we've jerked this album off me in particular, but like we've sung the praises of this particular song in this album so many times this year. Like, what else is there to say? Yeah, I mean. I, I do always I gotta like the like pseudo edginess of replacing make love with make lunch yeah dude the make dude, lunch it's, the make lunch line is like I will never not so, remember that lyric. it's so black country new road <laughs> it really is it's so black country new road it's like oh this word is banned on the forum I'm shit posting on <laughs> yeah no that line will always yeah, it's so much it's, more memorable the fact that it's make lunch yep it makes it I, so I mean, much I misheard more it the memorable. first time I was like wait did I? Did he just say, like lunch? every every time, like when I'm singing it, I will still sometimes say "make love," yeah. and I'm like, wait, no, that's not what it is. Yeah, yeah, great fucking song. I listened to it on the way over here. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Lana. Show me. All right, uh, for my number two, I've got um, a song by Black Country New Road called "Basketball Shoes." Nice. Ooh. All right. I mean. Just uh, like fourteen minutes of yeah, bliss. So good. It's not bliss. That's fucking uncomfortable as hell. All right, it's, but it's a great. It turns closer. into bliss. It's a great closer. It's a rough listen, but man, it's so good. But it, it's not a rough listen. It's it a great is. listen. It's emotionally devastating. Yes. Uh, it, it's a. It's a yeah. I mean, one of the most like meticulously crafted closers I've heard in a while. Uh, yeah. And now it is time for my number one song of the year. And it is also time for me to finally pick what my favorite song off the Black Country New Road album is. Um, so, yeah, um, Mark's theme. <laughs> <laughs> intro. Um, so, <laughs> what if intro was that? A little bit of back history for this, because I talked about this a lot in the, the halfway point episode that will was not released i just set you um, up to look like a fool when it does eventually come out after this episode <laughs> after comes this out. One. <laughs> um, look it was his number three at that point inconsistent no, lies <laughs> no because i didn't pick black country new road for the halfway point i specifically didn't and picked all non black country new road songs because i really think like six of my top seven songs of the year are off that album um and for these lists, I always limit myself to one per album, just because yeah. I want to get a little bit more diversity. Uh, and this year really needed it because it would have just been Black Country New Road. Um, and it was insanely, insanely hard for me to pick. Um, song I wanted, I mean, we've already talked about a couple of them. Place where he, uh, where he inserted the blade. Um, uh, you mentioned snow globes. You mentioned basketball shoes. Those are all ones that I had considered. I also want to shout out um, Chaos Space Marine, which I think is just such a great. I really, I really wish that was the introduction for the album. I really think it just it fits better and um, overall. Um, I, I think I really think intro is holding that album back from the argument for perfect album. Like, I honestly totally agree. I think like Mark's theme might lose the argument, but it doesn't disqualify the argument intro disqualifies it it's wasted even if it's a wasted 50 seconds you can't do that like mm. man if you took that off i think it's it's in the it's in the contention it's worth mm. talking about but but um uh, another one uh another two then i will finally say what it is uh let me just read the track list of the black country New World, <laughs> and then i'll tell you <laughs> my favorite uh, goodwill hunting that's uh, uh, good for track. i just great such track. a catchy riff and then, of course, uh, Concord, which just the absolute most euphoric climax of any song. Almost good enough to uh, remove the poison of the word euphoria from the from my Reddit-stained memory. This brain. dude's about to claim Haldern as song of the year. Jesus I was going to say, no, say no love for Haldern, huh? <laughs> I actually think Haldern's a great track. Yeah. Um, Haldern's probably the most emotionally devastating song on the album, but it is not my favorite. My favorite is Snow Globes. Yeah, I, I mean, that's a good song. Just that's the, a good pick. the the audio like effect that they do of just the increasingly cacophonous drumming. It 
it's so creative and just so well done and especially like in retrospect with isaac wood leaving the band and this song in particular to me it just it just breaks my fucking heart i mean i'll definitely respect that just completely shatters me it's it's one of those things where like they've done a cheesy thing so well that it's not cheesy anymore. They, I mean that's just kind of Black Country New it's Roads kind of mo. Like, yeah, I mean they, like yeah for sure, but but that track particularly exemplifies it. Yeah, it's it's so amazingly well done, just com- every in every every single aspect. And I know Ben was joking about it earlier, but I have heard a lot of people say they don't like the production on it. When I'm just like, how do you not? get it i thought it was almost too on the nose yeah no i that's my biggest complaint about it is it's too on the nose like it's 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 so not subtle even i got that and i barely i I don't listen to lyrics and barely look at song titles and even i got that (laughs) they were not hiding it guys i mean jesus i I mean whether or not you like it or not that's you know completely irrelevant but to not understand it blows me away (laughs) um but yeah it's my song of the year uh song of the show so far Actually, mm, I don't know Is if it? that's true. Yeah. Um, what, uh, beating out, was it uh, in Pluto? Actually, uh, no. My, uh, it, I think I might still have uh, Good News by Mac Miller as my favorite mm, song. Uh, yeah. It's a good one. Show. Um, I, Pluto part one and two. Man. Pl- yeah, Pluto together is pretty insane. Um, now, I, I, I haven't thought about it, so I don't, I can't definitively say one way or the other. But yeah, those those are those are the contenders right now. Uh, so I'm uh, I'm also gonna drop a, a, a song that we've mentioned before tonight. I went with 27 Questions from Black Midi. Excellent choice. I mean, it's it's so much a microcosm of the band entirely. Like I think the I think John L would have been the the track for the band before that song. But 27 Questions. I mean, yeah, they do the accents, they do the storytelling, they do the crazy weird dude heart exploding monkey i don't quite follow what's going on in it and then the fact that they close it on not 27 questions it's just so fucking funny like <laughs> like it gets all the, it gets i think it's 19 he's like yeah it's close i'm enough. done yeah <laughs> and acknowledges that and it's acknowledges not 27 it questions and gives up like <laughs> yeah that's, that's that track is so good you could probably pick just about anything off that album but that one for sure yeah uh, uh deserves a nod um and for my number one big shocker here the place where he inserted the blade i mean black country new that's a great pick i mean you're not gonna upset me by picking anything off black country new roads album that's probably the although if you pick bread song i'd be a little confused i think i do love bread i do like bread i do too but i i think that's the worst non like intro i i would still put that above i think chaos space marines the worst it's still good but um that one and uh goodwill hunting are definitely below bread song for me without a doubt i don't know it's a very flat album to me like and i mean (laughs) flat in terms of quality like they're all the same it's all just yeah top of the top yeah i mean the place where he inserted the blade is probably lyrically the strongest track we've heard for the show i I mean i I won't i don't know that it's my i mean it's i don't think it's my track of the show but it is lyrically the strongest by a mile it's it's such a great song it's such a great song it really is yeah um a lot of really good songs this year a lot of really good albums but unfortunately we also had some shit this year it's time and to be a lot of, We had a lot of shit this Before year. we get on to worst, I do want to do an honorable mention. Oh, oh for yeah. Single is this year, a, uh, if, for good or bad? that's allowed, for good. For okay. Good. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, the Heart Part 5. Like <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Has, it has to be mentioned. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, I mean, we it's not it's an album, so we great. didn't review it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. We obviously didn't review it, but mm-hmm. man, that, if we're talking songs of the year. God damn it, Kendrick. Why was that not the album? <laughs> if that was the album, we'd be having some real conversations here, man. But God, was such what a track. Nearly, I'm so glad I didn't hear track. that before listening to Mr. Morale. That track is so good. So good. I think that's part of the reason why I'm more positive on the album I wonder, than you guys probably. are. I, mean, I really think that's a uh, What was the man thinking goes and drops probably one of the standout tracks of his fucking career. Yeah. And then, and then easily his worst album. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's better than Damn. Talked about. Oh, no. 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 I think even, better than Section 82. Close. No. 
right. Anyway, let's talk some <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right. Which one? Of you, who wants to go first? I was. I kind of want to just toss these out in like a jumbled mess because they don't really deserve any kind of structure or thought. Okay. But. I, I'll. I can knock out my bottom five real quick. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, I'll, I'll start, I guess. My fifth worst track of the year. I got Lacrimis De Ebrius by Dream Widow, which was the fucking 10-minute like, oh. closing track you off know, the I album. I went back and listened to it, and I actually didn't mind that one. That oh, was, fuck actually, you. See, the thing is, I, I wanted to like put Dream one. Widow on my bottom five. I wanted so badly really? to do it, but... When you listen to the album, like it's an insult it's to thrash bad. metal. It is, but but at the there's same no time. track where you can go and pick a specific song and like what kind of crack were they smoking to release that? Whereas so this my five, the reason why 100%, the reason why true. it made number five for me is because no song when I saw because like listening to the album, I was just in a bad mood because I was being forced to listen to fucking Dave Grohl just do terrible thrash. Um, and then I was like getting through it. I'm like, fine, it's almost over. Thank God I'm on the last fucking track. Oh my God. <laughs> it's, 12 it's 12 fucking minutes of the same bullshit. Um, and that Heinous. for that feeling alone, I had to put it in my bottom five. <laughs> Next up, we have the stupidest song of the year. Oh boy. And that is that- Muse with We Are Fucking Fucked. <laughs> it's like, that's. There's a lot of songs that could meet that criteria. Yeah, that, to me, that's, that's just straight. It's just the stupidest. That's like it's. It's hard to argue with. We that. are fucking fucked. There's, and there's also just nothing redeeming about it. Like it's just so childish and bad. You know how I've talked about like how like, the mediocre have fallen. It's it's funny because <laughs> no, Muse has no, some I good know, shit. No, I, they, they I used to respect Muse. I used to like Muse. Yeah. See, it, it's I funny because like their like, old stuff. Yeah. I'm I notoriously need you to, love Muse. I notoriously need to check my language because I you know I I swear all the time at work to my like I, I need to I need to fix myself. Um, or I'm gonna get calls at parent teacher conferences in the future. <laughs> but um, but. In music, in specifically in music, I am actually a pretty firm believer in like people use profanity because they don't have anything smarter to say. I really hate it when like the, the <laughs> and th- this song point, is the epitome of that. But like, yeah, it's one of my one of my truest burning pet peeves in music when like the focal point of a lyric is fuck like really (laughs) the whole point of everything you were just saying was fuck that was the point you were trying to express (laughs) your art can be summed up as fuck it's all climaxing in fuck like that's really what you had to say to everybody you spent hundreds of thousands of dollars in the studio to tell everybody fuck like really Shut oh, up. I hate that so much. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, <laughs> okay, like Eric, I said. I want to make love to you like an animal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this song really is just the absolute epitome of that. Like, it's the it's perfect, so perfect example. He's saying nothing. Yeah, he's saying, the album says absolutely nothing. Um, yeah, it, it's, and it, there's just nothing redeeming about that song at all. It's, it's so stupid. Uh, next up, we have the... I was about to say the song that made me the most uncomfortable throughout the year, but that this somehow is not quite there. <laughs> um, and this might be a, a little bit of a spicy take to put it at my third worst. I got Currents by Drake, which is the song with the bed noise. Uh-oh. Yeah, just what the fuck was Drake thinking on that? It's it, it's it's bad. Drake it's, was thinking when you're rich and famous, they let you do it. Not, honestly, yeah. <laughs> That, that's exactly what Drake was thinking. Um, heinous. Yeah. Heinous. It, heinous. It's just really uncomfortable to listen to. Really icky and like and slimy. It just, just conjures visions of sitting in the hallway with your back against the door while your roommate's getting laid to some. Just banging your girlfriend on the bed. <laughs> you hear her just shouting out your name, but then she's like, oh, wait, it's not. It's his roommate. Yeah. You got experience with that, man? <laughs> you want to talk about it? <laughs> I was just going to listen to hearing your greasy roommate Sorry, have sex, <laughs> but you just painted this vivid image that like, Sorry, I'm yikes. trying. It's hard for me to even speak right now, but uh, Drake diddled my girlfriend. <laughs> did I, did, you, I, I got to like send you guys the uh, SNL did a skit about being one of Drake's tings. <laughs> oh, it was really funny. It was like he's been on SNL in the past too. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, he's hosted before. Yeah, hasn't he? it was like I a, think so. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to send you the YouTube. Yeah. Like anyway, so yeah, my runner-up for 
uh, worst song of the year. This is another one that I think might surprise being a little high on the list. Uh, we got Double D. Double 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 Wait, why is our boy Adam Levine getting roasted for these DMs? These are these fire. Are, yeah, he's very clever. Like, it really lines. comes off that way. Like, I. Will I am's like, these pickup lines work, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, they probably work for Adam Levine, let's be real. Of course they work he's, for Adam He's Levine. rich. That's the untold That's really part of the story, is that all of those were Yeah, all the, all the bitches were like roasting him on, on Twitter and then totally smashed him. I mean. Anyway. Um, yeah, this. It, <laughs> I don't really the body know of yours say. is absurd <laughs> holy fuck holy it's fucking fuck so bad i may need to see the booty <laughs> and it's so gross it's and stuff and still somehow is not in my opinion the grossest song of the year all right let's the grossest song the of the year for me is chains of abuse by three days grace which if you guys remember that's it's the one not, i don't mean that really <laughs> yeah worse than drake worse i than... think so yeah that it song... really comes off as like trying I to looked flirt up the with lyrics like... after you said that and it's like i don't i don't really know what you're getting at it conjures there. a it's... lot of certified lover boy energy but like so much worse like it it it, it has big date rape energy it has I, big I date rape energy mm, yeah i don't know that's not I, an energy you want i it didn't jump out as to me as much as it did to you but yeah that's it, it's just no song has just made me just squirm like that one has very it, gross very it's very gross bad. yeah very gross it, uh gives gives off images of ian watkins which is not a good image to, no, for your song no, to, it is not to at invoke all. uh so i'm gonna <laughs> go through Christ. um so uh I picked my bottom five. You could probably interchange them to a degree, but um, the thing about my bottom five is they all had something that was really memorably heinous to me. I mean, we we talked about this in the halfway point. Like to end up on the list, you got to be memorably bad. So my my number five. I am the weapon. <laughs> I am the weapon. What the fuck? I mean, my god, man! How did you listen to that in the studio and you're like, yeah, fucking press it, <laughs> yeah, it. fucking. <laughs> God damn it. Like I, that's the shit. That, that right there. That's what we're going honestly, for. Honestly, and, and all of these are going to be like this, but it, it just epitomizes surrounding yourself with too many yes men that aren't like, you want to you wanna think about <laughs> if somebody else said that? that? <laughs> what, what was it? Was it just called I Am the Weapon? It's called I, I Am the I Weapon. Think it, okay. I think that was it. Uh, number two, the will of the people. The, the will, will of the people. people. <laughs> Speaking of like images you really don't want to invoke with your music, Marilyn, <laughs> Marilyn Manson. Manson. <laughs> Knock off Marilyn Manson. Not a good look. The original song isn't even all that great. Have you guys ever had makeup sex in the middle of a breakup? <laughs> <laughs> we got Middle of a Breakup by Panic at the Disco. Oh, I thought that this was going to be the... I thought that the, was a Muse one as well. No, I thought it was uh, going to be uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Because Does, oh. doesn't he have a breakup sex <laughs> song on his album? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he does. He does. Probably. He does uh, that's what I thought. Yeah, of. he definitely does. There is an odd I, number I, of breakup I, sex songs this year. I tried year. not to pay too much attention. Oh, um, uh, my number four. Uh, yeah, so second worst track of the year. I really thought you were going to put that as your worst. I, I wanted to, but but honestly, I, I thought about it, and I'm like, the worst song of the year. Like, it's a place of honor, and so it, it is in a way. It really is, and, and like. So honestly, I had to, I had to, to really think about it, and it, you know, because it's a place of honor, abominable squad, abominable squad, abominable squad, which might be the best song off the album. But like, it's the best song off the album because it's the worst song on the album. Abominable squad is getting my my pick as the worst song of the year, and I mean that as a compliment. No, it's that album's very. It's bad in a lot of the same ways that um, Gingerbread Man is bad. Like, it's impressively bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, how did these guys come together and make this? I love like, Abominable Squad. I love it. Abominable. It's, it's Abominal. my number. Abominable Squad. It's my, my worst song of the album. But, oh, Abom God. 
I love that track. <laughs> yeah, no, I I fully support. That was one like yeah, that's a good I, As a joke, I considered putting that in my, both my bottom five and my top ten. That would be. It's probably the most worthy song for that that I've heard on the show. I, I will definitely remember it. Yeah, I will. I will never, never forget, forget Abominable, Abominable Squad. Squad. Every was, time I hear Abominable, yeah. I'm just gonna think Abominable Squad. <laughs> Um, all right. So my fifth worst track of the year, um, I had a lot to choose from, from this, for this album. Uh, it was kind of tough. Um, and there were other songs that are probably worse songs, but I ended up not picking them just because at least they were funny. And this is a song that it was just bad and not funny. So I'm going with, uh, compliance by muse compliance. We don't need your compliance. compliance. (laughs) Man, there are some fucking stinkers on that album. This whole album was just oh totally good. I'm the actually mo- kind of surprised about high, how highly rated it, it, it's. It, I know, right? Yeah, like, no one's saying it's a good album, but I, I'm surprised this isn't like. There's no like, way it's on better the than list of like uh, worst Panic albums the, ever. There's made. no way it's better no. than Panic at the Disco. No, like, no. why isn't this like a zero point eight? Yeah, why isn't this album like considered one of the worst ever made? I mean, it's that bad. It's it, it really is. It's so bad. I mean, like. How your ass is going to have Brexit and all the fallout going on, and this is the political album you made. <laughs> Compliance! It reminds Compliance. me a lot of that, um, who was it? I hand wash my own laundry, I don't need your appliance! <laughs> Fuck, who was it? Um, it was like this 90s like uh, Riot Girl punk band that did a song called I'm With Her for Hillary's 2016 <laughs> campaign. And, like, my favorite review of it on Rate Music was, oh, no, my favorite Riot girl feminists have become neolibs. <laughs> <laughs> well, who was that? Because, like... Uh, that that rings a bell, but I can't... Uh, oh, gosh, what was that? La Tigre. That's who it was. Uh, I'm not familiar. I've never heard yeah. of them. Oh, yeah, no, they were, like, really big in, like, the... Okay. Like, uh the 90s yeah, it's, punk or, or maybe not quite that old but okay yeah late 90s early 2000s like riot girl punk you can tell by the lack of lubriderm and tissues next to my speakers i don't listen to a lot of riot girl punk. dude <laughs> dude your trash can is filled with tissues right now shut the fuck up <laughs> the problem is when is you know there's that much anime you just don't have time for other stuff real women get out of here <laughs> two dimensions or get the fuck out <laughs> I w- listen when it comes to porn I would much rather exploit animators than real women that's actually a based. very that is a very based opinion <laughs> that's why I only go to on- that's why I pay through the nose on OnlyFans these days <laughs> they're choosing to do this I mean you say that but Amaranth oh damn it pour one out Let's, uh, we'll, we'll inform you the later. biggest right. like twitch titty streamer turned out to be in like a heinously abusive situation yeah oh yeah it was oh. bad news bears yeah and like everyone who was like roasting her for like being like the e-thought for years was just like oh fuck we've been making fun of an abused woman for the past five years well, i mean we did it reddit <laughs> <laughs> that was the most oh, appropriate. Fuck. Was that we, the Boston bomber? Boston yeah, bomber? that is Boston that bomber. is the origin of that. Yeah. Oh god, I remember. And that they got happening. just some random dude, right? Who well, who had killed himself like two days before the bombing? But yeah. Oh, oh, so he was already dead. He didn't kill himself because of the. No, no he had oh, already okay. killed himself. Oh, all right. So no one was harmed. <laughs> during the making of the, the anyway ben what are, what's uh uh we have a song that is worse than 9-11 boys lie by avril lavigne featuring machine gun kelly <laughs> yeah that speak one was of bad. speaking of new york city machine gun kelly is on this track <laughs> uh yeah that, yeah, that song was that song bad. Yeah, that song was bad that's not good so much ass <sighs> That Avril Lavigne album got saved ever so slightly by Nostalgia Goggles. It's really heinous. It got saved because Machine Gun Kelly also released his own album this Which year. is way worse. Yeah. He jumped on that grenade for her. Like. <laughs> um, my third worst song of the year. Um, this one, I actually didn't even bother to look up the name of it because I didn't feel like it, but you guys confirmed it for me. It is, in fact, called Currents by Drake. <laughs> yeah, I, just I asked you down, guys in chat, and you guys just ignored it, so I had to I just wrote down Bed Springs. I, <laughs> That's what I, I wrote down, too. I didn't bother that, to that squeaky bed that song by Drake. Um, second worst what track. What was he thinking? 
Like, it's it really just makes you think, what the fuck were you trying, man? Like, it doesn't even make sense in context of the album. It just stands out like a sore thumb. Real Andrew Tate energy. It, <laughs> to be topical. God damn it. Uh, and speaking of things that Andrew Tate likes, damn it! You guys messed up. We got to count how many dubs there are. No, because the the best part is just keep going. No, it fits in with like a four four, you know, four bar. Well, of course it fits in four four. Will I am is not capable of anything more complex. No, they were at least two waltzes on that album. Uh, I yeah. bet they were waltzes in four because <laughs> he can't figure out three. Holy four. fuck! Holy fucking fuck! The body of yours is absurd. absurd. I'm gonna use that line at some point in my life. I hope you do, <laughs> and I hope it works out. You should be Adam Levine for Halloween. This year. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good... just draw like all just get a over full your body tattoo with, oh. with Sharpie. My favorite meme ever about like Adam Levine where yeah, he like, like I in, want a tattoo. No, he like walked into a tattoo shop. He's like, I want to look like a guy with a lot of tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. It's like the movies they go to the bar like, I'll have a beer. He goes on tattoos like, I'll have a tattoo. Worst song of the year. I didn't know that uh how how should I say this? I didn't know that any track off the Machine Gun Kelly album could get any worse until he decided to collaborate with Willow Smith. I forgot he did that. We're going with Emo Girl. Emo Girl! Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of bad shit on this album, but that one is kind of in a class of its own. Yeah. Nothing is quite as heinous as Machine Gun Kelly whiningly telling the whole world how down bad for a big titty goth girlfriend he is. As yeah. I said in the previous episode, I, it's bad when Megan Fox is by far the more respectable person. Did in you the Did you see their Halloween costume? What was it? He he dressed up as a priest, and Megan Fox <laughs> put on um, BDSM gear with like a vague Catholic nun thing, and let him lead her around on a leash. That sounds about right. That's, and I'm like, yeah, that's about Machine Gun Kelly levels of tasteful. See, Machine Gun Kelly, I feel like is like the like the meth addicted like uh, trailer dwelling dude who who actually has like. 12 million dollars but didn't change anything else about his lifestyle is he so what you're saying is he's kid rock dude now kid rocks like like trashy like cocaine but wealthy upbringing this dude is like i don't know man it's <laughs> I, it, <laughs> kid rock has that king's ranch f-150 to pull his trailer <laughs> <laughs> That six-figure truck. Kid Rock, Kid Rock flies his private jet from his multiple uh, secondary trailer homes. <laughs> I cannot Dude, believe... he's from, like, Michigan. Like, he's not even, like... Kid no, Rock he's, is... he's from Detroit. Like, he was, like, wealth, grew up wealthy in Detroit. Yeah. I still cannot believe Kid Rock got caught poaching. Did he really? Yeah. Did he really? He's banned from hunting in, like, a couple states because he was poaching. That sounds about right. That, that checks out so much. It's like, how to be a poser redneck 101. Yeah. Poaching. Nobody fucking likes poachers. <laughs> yeah. You want to see uh, like super hardcore redneck conservative become pro-government as fast as possible? Watch Game and Fish roll up and ask for their help in <laughs> catching a poacher. <laughs> oh, come in. Bring seven police officers and their local congressman, and I'm going to help you guys out. Like, <laughs> You don't fuck with Game and Fish. Uh, I mean, what if it's a gay fish? <laughs> we actually got a... Uh, a gay like, fish? No, a, <laughs> a, a game warden came to my parents' place in Pine Top one time because um, they saw we had trail cams in the backyard because a lot of uh, elk and bears and stuff go through their yard up there. And uh, a game and fish warden came by and said, "Hey, you know, I saw the trail cams. He asked if they were if they were ours." And my dad's like, "Yeah, those are mine. I, you know, take pictures, whatever." And he came in and he asked about a. I guess somebody posted on Facebook some some pictures of a deer they'd harvested. And he thought that they had harvested like one mountain over, like illegally, not in the unit they were supposed to be hunting. And mm-hmm. so, you know, my dad's like, "Yeah, no fucking problem here." And gave him all the pictures off the trail cam from the whole thing. And then they started calling up all the neighbors who have trail cams, like, "Hey, yeah, we're just trying to get all the pictures and oh, evidence shit. that this guy came through." Like, can you imagine if the cops investigated like any crime that way? <laughs> we get shit done. Well, well, part of it too, though, is like, you like, gotta kill black people instead. <laughs> Jesus, but like actual hunters and stuff just hate poachers so much. It's like, yeah, yeah, fuck those guys. <laughs> so, like, they ruin it for everyone else. Anyway, uh, that's a. I think that's a nice, solid note to end the. We'll end the end of the year on an anti-poaching crusade. So. <laughs>
Anyway, I think that'll about do it for the songs of the year, both good and bad. Um, lots of good, lots of garbage. Uh, looking at you, Machine Gun Kelly. So, do better. I want to talk to my dad, but rest in peace. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that one. There's a lot to forget about that album. But anyway, um, once again, thank you all very much for sticking out with us throughout the year. Um, it was, I think, it was a good one, better than 2021. Unless your name's Ben and you're an idiot. 2022 was the worst year so far. No, 2021 is the worst year. No, yeah. Wrong. Wrong. No one gives a fuck about your opinion, Ben. All Ben wants is an emo girl. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Be fair. Way. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> anyway. Two-dimensional, preferably. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Thank you all very much for listening. And have a good night. <laughs>